This episode is brought to you by CC's Loving Care, caring for the ones you love. This is Money Talks with TJ Howe from Triple H Financial. So when we say we help create and preserve your legacy, we're helping do a little pre-planning. If you plan, you make the decision. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, TJ provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Retirement made easy. Let us show you how. And now here is Money Talks with TJ Howe. Good afternoon, Tucson, and welcome to another episode of Money Talks with me, your host, TJ Howe, and my good partner, Tony Shore. Tony. How are you, partner? Welcome back. Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, DJ. I've had a pretty crazy week, and uh, just my son, who's in college, his car broke down uh, and needed a new drive shaft. <laughs> so you know that wasn't yeah, cheap. That can't be cheap, right? Drive shafts no. can't be cheap. Nope, nope. So I'm going to need you to give me some money. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, we'll we'll make it work. But yeah, Ooh, car repairs are, are a bummer, as you know. They are. Uh, cars are just expensive. But uh, that's why you need your finances planned out and to work with a financial professional like yourself. Now, um, I've been good. I've had a good week. How about you? How has your week gone? Yeah, really good. Quick. It always goes by so darn fast, right? So, you know, yeah. I send it Anything Zoom. exciting? Well, I, I will, I will, I, I, I think uh, I need to start off our show by bringing this to everybody's attention. Last week, Tony, when you and I were talking, we were speaking about various different, uh, you know, savings type plans and, and, yep. uh, mistakenly, uh, I, I was, it was brought to my attention by one of our listeners that, um, I had used the wrong terminology and I, and I immediately thanked that person and realized, oh my gosh, I'll make the correction. But last week when we were talking about things called TSPs, ladies and gentlemen, yep. and for those of you that work for the federal government, okay, you'd be aware of what a TSP is because you probably participate in one. Well, I used the, the term accidentally in my haste. I said tax sheltered plan, right? Well, that is not true. And I apologize. And I knew better last week, but I just, again, I apologize to all of you because I did use the wrong terminology. The, the TSP actually stands for a thrift savings plan offered ah, through the federal right. government. Okay. So it's yep. a thrift savings plan. And again, I was very grateful to this listener for bringing that to my attention because he is absolutely correct. It is not a tax sheltered plan. He no. said, I, I think you still got to pay taxes and, and he's absolutely right. So the, the, a TSP is, is just a tax deferred savings plan like a 401k would be or an IRA. Okay. The only difference is that TSP is offered through the federal government. So if you work for the federal government and you're a FERS employee, then you absolutely are eligible to participate in a TSP or thrift savings plan. But when you go to touch your thrift savings down the road, when you're over 59 and a half, okay, and getting ready to retire, then yes, uh, you can roll that over into a self-directed IRA, just like you could a 401k. That's no problem. But eventually though, when you come to me and say, TJ, I'd like to start taking a bit of an income stream, or I need some income from this bucket, you will eventually pay taxes on that money. And if you never touched it and pass away, 
uh, when your family gets that money, they too will be responsible for the taxes on that money uh, that's in that account. Okay. So I apologize sure. in advance to everybody. Sometimes, Hey, listen, I'm human too, right? So as a human, I'm not excluded from making mistakes. And just because I'm on the radio doesn't mean I, I don't make mistakes too. So. Right. It, it, and we talk about tax shelter plans and uh, thrift savings plans. You talk about them both on the show yeah. and you just confused the terminology. I did. Uh, you, I did. you called bad. it a tax, yeah. uh, a tax shelter plan yeah. when it's really a tax or a thrift, thrift savings, savings plan. Right. So, but that brings us to a larger discussion that I also think we should revisit yeah. from last week because there was also some listener confusion on you were, you were doing it and normally you do a very good job, but it can get confusing because there's two things. You were talking about uh, the rate or the percentage of the money you withdraw in retirement. So we're talking about retirement income, and that's a big thing. That's what you do. You help people plan out their retirement income right. so their money will last as long as they right, do, right. and they'll have enough in retirement and figure out a plan so they right. know they'll have enough, and it takes into account a lot of different things. Right healthcare, inflation, that type of thing. But so many people are retiring with an IRA or a 401k, or maybe they have um, a money market account or they have stocks, they have an investment. And so last week, TJ, and I'm trying to clarify this uh, from a, a layperson's perspective, uh, just your average Joe like myself, I'm not a financial planner. I'm just here to interview you and ask questions that I might have, right. which is, you were talking about a rate of withdrawal, and I think this listener confused that with a, a rate, rate of, of return. return. Yes. So when you said the rate of withdrawal, the standard used to be, they always used to say- Or the 4% rule. You, you, you take 4% of your money out each year to live on in retirement, and that's how much you need uh, to have for retirement. Well, that number's gone uh, down. You need, um, you need to have more money in your account well, because- yeah, you're going to withdraw like what, 2.8%? Yeah, so let me give everybody the backstory briefly. So uh, bringing everybody up to speed. So again, sure. this, this same listener had also addressed with me, well, I can earn a lot more than 3% on my money. And and I said, hey, I wasn't <laughs> yeah. I wasn't referring to the, the rate of return on your million dollars, right? Because he brought that up to me. You mentioned a million in your example, right? And, and again, so I had to clarify and I want to clarify with everybody. So you do understand what I'm saying, okay? And what I what we, Tony and I were referring to last week is this: back in the old days, pre pre two thousand thirteen, back in uh, the late nineties, actually, they came up a smart group of people called Morningstar, along with Warren Buffett, came up with this rate of withdrawal rate that they said, look, as long as you never take more than this rate of return out of your portfolio in any given year, your portfolio should last at least thirty to 30 plus years. And that used to be 4%. So it had nothing to do with what rate of return you get on your investments or your 401k and such, right? What's the number one fear in America right now? Do we remember, Tony? What's the number one fear in America right now? Running out of money yeah, in retirement. There it is. It's, yeah. it's, la it's, it's running out of money before we run out of... Breath. Yeah, breath. Okay. Yeah. So that's so, so back in the day, in the late 90s, they said, hey, if you had a million dollars, in your portfolio, total, in your portfolio, and you're ready to retire, 
as long as you never take more than 4% out in any given year, which would be 40 grand out of that million, that million should gr- keep growing. You'll, you'll stay ahead of inflation and you should have that money last you 30 to 30 plus years. Minimum was 30 they were going for. Okay. Well, in 2013, guess what? That all changed. And the smart people got back together, including Warren Buffett along with Morningstar. And they said, "Uh uh-oh, the interest rates have fallen below 4% standard. We need to adjust our formulary. They did. So now they're saying since 2013, they're saying really it's now dropped to 2.8. So where I was going with my story last week and where the the clarity may have gotten muddy, okay, is I was never talking about if you could earn 2.8%, da, da, da. No, you might earn eight or 10% on that million bucks, which is 80 to a hundred thousand. Good on you. We're simple saying that based on not my rule, guys, look it up. This is a Morningstar thing. They're saying mm-hmm. don't take more than 2.8% out of that portfolio in any given year. So we we're trying to do a comparison and a contrast. We call it efficiency of return on your assets. Okay. So what I, Tony and I threw out there last week, and I'll throw it out again, is if you, if you had a million dollars to your name total, and you leave it in the market where it's subject to risk, which means some years, guess what? You're going to lose. It's going to go down. And some years it's going to go up, right? We hope it goes up more than it goes down, but we have no guarantee of that. That's where the 2.8% of the 4% rule came from. What I was trying to explain last week is this. I show an example in one of my workshops that I used to do, whereby if you had a million to pull out that $28,000 a year, but what if you're like, ugh, that's not enough, right? Uh, what I my example was if we took five hundred and fifty thousand of that million, plopped it into a fixed indexed annuity, not a fixed annuity. Okay, again, the listener was unclear about that, and they mentioned fixed annuities, right? No, I don't sell fixed annuities. We offer fixed indexed annuities as part of our portfolio and planning, along with a lot of other stuff, okay, and a lot of other planning options. Sure. But I mean, it, you'll even help them maximize yeah, their social security, that's it, which that's is, it. but back yeah, to this, and a lot of financial planners won't do that because there's no commissioner or, or fee associated right. with that. That's just a good part that's right. of a retirement it's income so sad plan. Because a lot of people think the reverse, including this particular person that addressed me last week, mm-hmm. they thought I make these super high commissions by selling these fixed <laughs> index annuities. It's quite the opposite. They said you're you're trying. You're just an insurance salesman, yeah, and you're trying yeah. to hide that. But and I I laugh when I hear you told me that they said that because um, you're a financial planner and a big part of retirement income planning. If somebody wants a steady income right. like Social Security that they know will be there every month and they want to protect their principal uh, and they don't want to pay a big commission, uh, a, a great tool and a great vehicle that so many baby boomers are utilizing. And that is a fixed index annuity. And there are not every annuity is created equal. equal no. But you have the you look out for the best interests of your clients. Well, we have about your clients. And, companies and so it depends on their situation. You're not going to uh, recommend an annuity to everyone. No. And if, if but if a fixed index annuity is going to help them achieve their goals once you course. find out what their goals are and what their personal situation is, yep. if you can take you know, a portion of what they have and put it into a fixed annuity. Uh, let us know. Uh, this guy thought, oh, you're, you know, there's these big commissions. So I'd never do a fixed index annuity. Right. But what he doesn't realize or he or she uh, is that 
he would not pay one dime in fees probably for no, most fixed no. index annuities unless he got a rider that well, he didn't. Well, right. So let's talk about that for a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, a quick education again. There are basically four types of annuities sold in America. There are SPIAs, single premium immediate annuities, which have no fees really associated with them. But the negative of those, that's like buying a pension. Once you make your decision, you've given up access or rights to the principal. You only get an income stream for the rest of your days. I'm not a big fan of those because we lose control when we do that. Okay. And what if you only live two to four years? Then poof, if you took a life only option, your income stops and your family doesn't get the balance, which is again, another not, not a good reason. So, so the other three types of annuities out there are in no particular order variable annuities, fixed annuities, or we call MIGA, multi-year guaranteed annuities now. Okay. So fixed annuity is kind of an old term. And then the third kind is the kind we mostly focus on are fixed indexed annuities. Okay. But again, to be clear, ladies and gentlemen, do I get paid? Yes, but I do not get paid from you, the client right? My commission would come from the company's general fund. So if we're using a MetLife or Prudential or one of the big boys, okay, and and uh, I, you decide, hey, I want to give you 100000 to put in one of these fixed indexed annuities, how much am I going to pay you? Nothing. When you see your first statement, when I deliver your first statement to you, guess what you see in the contract? All 100000 And in some cases, you get a nice bonus too. In fact, you'll hear other commercials around town by various other financial advisors that are actually advertising uh, some of these various annuities that come with these fancy bonuses and so on. Okay. And there's a lot more sure. to that we won't get into. But right. to be clear, if you gave me a million dollars of your money to deposit into one of these fixed index annuities, uh, Two things will occur. A, you will see not one dime removed from your million dollars. So on the very first, on when you get your contract, it'll say, here's your million dollars, Mr. And Mrs. Smith or Mr. And Mrs. Jones. Here's your million. It's all in tax still. In some cases, if you got a nice bonus, let's say a 10% bonus, you could actually see that million grow to 1.1 million. Okay. So nowhere in your contract will you see minus the fees that went to TJ. No. I did get paid, but I got paid from the general fund, not from your specific fund. Okay. So why do a lot of stockbrokers not like these? Because they do get paid fees from your mutual fund purchases and your stock portfolios and your bond portfolios. They actually make an annual fee every year that you stay with them. Okay. So you talk about fees. Don't give me the hard time. Go talk to your broker. They're the one charging the fees to you. Not me. Yep. In fact, yeah. we're, we're a no fee uh, service uh, 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 firm. So you'll never pay me a fee uh, to do w- with any purchase of any product or any service we provide. Nothing. So any of these reports, we prof, we promise these social security reports. I charge nothing for those. I don't charge anything for some of the other reports we run. Right. And, and I certainly, you will certainly never be charged if you were to purchase one of these annuities. Now he didn't mention this, but I want to bring this on the table too. another big concern or, or shall we say a lack of education in the annuity world where a lot of people, including this other person were misinformed, very misinformed is this. They think you've got to tie your money up in one of these things for a long periods of time. Again, that is no longer true today. There are several products that are five years uh, or six years long. That's not very long. That's like a five-year CD, okay? But more importantly... There are several products nowadays that come with the return of premium feature, which means after X number of years, uh, and it's not very long, usually it's two to five, two to five, but after two to five years, if you wanted to walk away and pull your money out, you could do so and take it and 
go play in another sandbox. Okay. So, so <laughs> you're not even having to tie your money up for these ungodly term lengths, right? Which used to be another concern I'd hear often. Okay. But to be clear, it's all about you. You see, I'm not trying to put every a square peg in a round hole or a round peg in a square hole. That's not what we do. We find out what you need and what's important to you. And then we go find it for you. We go get it. Okay. But that's the big difference. We are still putting your needs first. And does everybody out there need an annuity, Tony? No. No. So am I going to sell every single human being an annuity that comes to see? No. no. No, I am not. Okay. That's just, that's fault. That's, that's fallacy. That's not fact. You see, let's clear it up now. What's fact? Fact, you come to see me. We do some planning. We determine, oh man, you're good to go where you are. Like you're in a perfect position. I'm going to send you out the door and say, hey, thanks for coming to talk to me, but I'm just confirmed with you that you're in a good, solid, rock solid position. If you're in trouble, I'm going to tell you, yeah, you know what? I did find some areas we can help with and you are in trouble in this area or that area. And then we address those areas, right? We address those specific areas and figure out a way to patch up the hole in your boat so your boat doesn't sink on you during retirement. So that's kind of part of it. But, but again, I apologize that I misspoke and said the word tax sheltered plan. There is no such thing. Okay. It's called a thrift savings plan. But again, for those that didn't know this, a thrift savings plan is an annuity at the federal government. It is yeah. an annuity. You've got the G fund, the C fund, the I fund. They've got several funds. So they act like a variable annuity. The TSP through the government acts like a variable annuity. Okay. But what I don't like about variable annuities, I'll be straight up is, and the reason most stockbrokers will only offer you a variable annuity. A, they're connected to the risk of the market. Not a big fan of the risk of the market. If you're trying to preserve and protect, right? That doesn't do a good job of protecting. And number two, most stockbrokers can charge their annual fees every single year to that variable contract. Whereas in a fixed indexed annuity, ladies and gentlemen, I only get paid one time. The first time when your money arrives the very first time, I do not get paid in years two and beyond. Nothing. I will continue to help service you, but I don't get paid over and over and over again. I get paid one time. Well, which would you rather pay? A one-time fee? And, and you're not even paying it, by the way, right? Would you rather that I get paid once or forever? That's another big distinction between stockbroker types that sell those variable annuities and me. I'm not a fan of variable annuities. They're very expensive and they're still subject to risk. We really touched on a lot last week and we're kind of clarifying some things and simplifying it for people so they understand exactly what it is you do and how important it is that they have a plan in place. When they meet with you, it's really casual. You sit down, you talk, you ask them some questions, and you'll have a couple meetings so they can get to know you, you get to know them. And I think that's really good. Now, a lot of people who come to you, I bet, just have a lump sum. They have 401ks, IRAs, maybe they have a pension, but typically they just have social security and then some other lump sum. But how do you take all that, TJ? What do you do? You look at all that and you figure out how to spread it out over their remaining lifetime, right? Exactly. So we address a, another concern that a lot of people don't even know is a concern. We address something called sequence of return risk. When we're doing our planning, in fact, I talk about this in my workshops, ladies and gentlemen. So if you ever get out to see me, I've got uh, a workshop, uh, uh, coming up on the 27th of February that will be at the Pima downtown campus. 
We have one uh, this past Thursday, the 13th of February, but that one's a little too late for me to invite you to. Okay. So anyway, but the 27th, we have another workshop coming up where we're going to be discussing specifically what to do with your old IRA and 401k plans. What do you do with them? Like, how do we, you know, how do we take care of those? But if you come to see me or when you come to see me, Tony, you're exactly right. First of all, the first meeting is just to sit down and visit to get to know you. But let me say something that's critical. A lot of people come to see me and they're still very guarded. They're like, oh, I don't want to give you my date of birth or I don't want to tell you this or that. Well, just know this. It'd be like you going to your doctor and saying, I'm hurting really bad right here. Well, well, where exactly? What's the pain feel like? Oh, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to tell you what you got to figure it out on your own, right? I mean, give me a break. Your doctor would literally shoo you out of his office and say, quit wasting my time. Get out of here. You've got to be open and honest with your doctor. If you've got a pain going on in your left chest, left side of your chest, that's probably pretty serious. It'd be wise of you to be open and say, yeah, it's in my upper left chest, right? Well, that's nothing to joke about. Okay. Well, back to me. I'm not a doctor, but I am a financial professional and I, I choose to treat you professionally. I, I hope that you'll in turn treat me professionally, which means don't waste my time. If you're going to come in to talk with me for an hour and you need my help, then be open and honest and say, Hey, I'm going to need some information. I'm going to ask everybody for their date of birth. I'm going to ask you for your uh, uh, email address and your phone number and so forth and so on. Okay. Because why I need that stuff to properly prepare and plan to create a report. And everybody is, is eligible for the social security maximization report that in and of itself, it's worth is worth its weight in gold. Right. But You've got to look up your information. So when you come to see me, you can tell me what your primary insurance amount is, PIA, and I need to know your date of birth so we can determine your FRA, which stands for full retirement age, right? So if I'm going to do that social security report, you come in wanting one, you got to be open with me about, well, what is your social security amount going to be, uh, what your date of birth is, and if you're married, your spouse's date of birth and their amount, right? You need to be open about that stuff. If we're going to talk about your 401k and what to do with it, or you have an old IRA or two laying around and you're like, geez, it's just been sitting there, not really being watched over. I'd like someone to start watching over this. I'd be more than happy to help you watch over your money. But again, I'm going to be, uh, we're going to be asking some deep questions about, okay, what's your goal or goals for this money, this bucket or this bucket, right? What do you want to do here? What do you want to do there? And you have to be open and honest with me to say, yeah, I plan on using that bucket to live on like that, that 401k right there, that $500,000. I'm expecting that to last me and my wife for the rest of our lives, right? And by the way, we plan on living 25 more years. Okay, well then I, it's good that I know that because now I can start the planning process to go, okay, what can we do to help make sure that 500,000 lasts you and your spouse as long as you need it to, okay? That's a huge thing. So one of the things we've said over and over in our show is we will help you generate guaranteed income for life. That's one of the things we do. We help people provide a personalized pension plan. So if you didn't work for the government or the military long enough to qualify, I mean, for a pension, we can help you with your 401k or old IRAs or TSPs or TSAs, which does stand for tax sheltered annuity, otherwise known as a 403b if you work for the city or the state, or you may have a 457 plan or a deferred comp. We call it deferred comp. But any one of those plans is going to be considered a a bucket of money. We can take whatever the plan is that you had, roll it into a self-directed IRA. And again, if one of your main concerns is generating income for life, we can absolutely help find you a bucket or two that will help you generate that income for life. 
on set amount of money. Okay. So that's kind of an important issue, but you got to be willing to be open and honest with us for me to do my job. If you're not willing to be open and honest, then I'm not going to be able to do much for you. And we're wasting our time uh, connecting. Right. And uh, why is that so important? Because uh, we may have mentioned last week and I'll say it again. uh, We're only on this radio station through the end of February. That's it through the end of February. And then we are done. We are moving over to a podcast format, which you will still be able to get through my website. And we will be uploading that through Google uh, Play or Apple iTunes. And I believe we're still going to use Spotify. Is that correct, yep, Tony? Spotify. Yep. Yeah. We'll be on Spotify as well. So uh, you'll be able to get the show on. Uh, they'll be able to get the show on your website. There's a link and they can listen to shows right there or they can subscribe to the show as a podcast and there'll be links there. Uh, and it's easy and it's free. Right. There's no cost uh, to the podcast. Right. And that way they'll be they'll have access to it anytime a new one's available. They'll be able to listen to it on any device, uh, right. whether it's a at cell phone, time. a computer, exactly. and at a any tablet. Time. Yep. Right. Instead of waiting till Saturday, every Saturday at 3 to 3.30, right, which yeah. some of you are busy doing other things, I trust me, on a Saturday, this way you'll be able to listen anytime you want. But I'm gonna, we're going to continue the show right on. We're just not, uh, not sending it to the radio station anymore. We're just going the podcast route. So that's important that you guys are aware of that. And I'll keep mentioning that the next couple of shows until we're off the air on KNST. But yeah, it's, we help you decide what you want to do with your money. Okay. We're here as a coach. We're here as a guide. That's it. We're, we're your Sherpa. I use that term in my uh, uh, workshop when, when I'm talking about, you know, what is a financial advisor? I refer to a financial advisor like one would refer to a Sherpa and you may be going, what, a what? A Sherpa is a mountain guide for one specific mountain range. That is the Himalayas. In fact, their number one job is to get you up and down safely uh, Mount Everest. That's what a Sherpa's real job is, right? Because that's where most people want to go when they get to the Himalayas is Mount Everest. So like a Sherpa, their job is to get you up and back and keep you alive, okay? Well, when we're talking about retirement, that is my job, is to make sure you stay alive financially. You don't end up in the poorhouse, right? We don't ever want our clients to end up in the poorhouse. So we want to make sure we coordinate with any other income benefits you got going. So you have enough to live with dignity in your retirement. That's our number one focus. And again, I apologize to that listener uh, that, that uh, thought I was speaking out of turn by calling it a tax sheltered plan. It is not my apologies. Yeah. It's a thrift savings plan. I knew that I just misspoke. Okay. And I yeah. know it's no not, worries, not tax sheltered. So. Yeah, I think that's great uh, that we clarified that for our listeners out there. And we're out of time. So, TJ, what's that phone number? It is 520-886-8700. Again, that's 520-886-8700. Or my uh, web address is www.tjhow.com. That's tjhowe.com. Or you can email me at, by emailing tj at triple h com. That's spelled out T R I P L E H financial. TJ at triple h financial. And again, the phone number one more time 520-886-8700. Feel free to give us a call. We'd be more than happy to schedule your complimentary consultation. And if you're interested in picking up one of my books, we'd be more than happy to give you one of our books as well. 
All right, and that does it for today's episode of Money Talks with our host, T.J. Howe. Thank you for listening to Money Talks with T.J. Howe. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact T.J. Howe at Triple H Financial. Call 520-977-5297 or visit their website at triplehfinancial.com. T.J. Howe and Triple H Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.